All right, welcome to another exciting episode of the NND Podcast with Dawson and Nate. And we got an epic show in store for you today where we are going to be doing our very own NFL draft for the upcoming NFL draft, of course, on this upcoming Thursday. And so we got a we got a little bit of a twist. It's not a mock draft. Let's put it that let's put it this way. We're going to be handling this as though the owners of each individual team gave us the keys to the organization and said draft. And so that's what we're drafting for today. So don't don't hold us to oh well that's not accurate. They're not going to draft him. This is what who we would draft. All right. And so I'm gonna kick things off here. Uh, Dawson, I'm gonna ask you again. Actually, do you want to roll through this? One through five, or do you want to alternate every 10? Like, how do you want to do this again? Let's roll through one through 10. One through 10. All right, then we'll get right going. So I'll start off here. And we got the Jacksonville Jaguars with the first overall pick. I draft Trevor Lawrence. I think I know I'm the only person who'd ever do that, right? No, but is the top QB in this draft. The Jags haven't really been quiet about it. They, And it makes the most sense. They need a quarterback. They tank for a quarterback. They're drafting Trevor Lawrence. I'm drafting Trevor Lawrence on the Jags. Second overall pick. The New York Jets, I'm drafting Zach Wilson because I actually like Zach Wilson a lot, and I do think he's the second-best quarterback in this draft. And the Jets already traded away Sam Darnold, which was the only holdup of who or, who they would uh, roll with at QB next year. And it was it was uh, actually the decision-maker. Uh, would they actually draft a quarterback? Would they not? But they traded him away to the Panthers, so I draft Zach Wilson. Third overall pick. The 49ers who traded up from the for the Dolphins with the Dolphins. I do not agree with the rumors that I'm hearing that the 49ers want to draft Mac Jones. If I were the 49ers, I would be drafting QB Justin Fields out of Ohio State. I think he's a much more talented quarterback. He's mobile, has a killer arm. And I don't care about the stupid Ohio State quarterbacks narrative that they always fail and all that stuff like that. Because every quarterback's different. That's stupid to hold them to some well, if they're from this school and they suck. That's or they're doomed to fail in the NFL. I think that's a dumb argument. I've heard people make it. So now number four, the Atlanta Falcons. Unfortunately, I think they're kind of trapped in terms of contract negotiation or contract and uh, just age for Matt Ryan. So I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. I think they're going to be drafting tight end Kyle Pitts at the fourth overall pick. I know you don't agree with that, but. Or you think it's going to shake up differently, but I guess we'll hold on for that. Hold on to that for a minute. Uh, with the number five overall pick, I got the Cincinnati Bengals drafting Kenai Sewell. Now, it's kind of a toss-up because I know Joe Burrow, you know, wanted his old teammate, uh, Jamar Chase, to be drafted and all that stuff, and he would actually be a great weapon. It'd be It's kind of a toss-up, I guess. But if I'm the Bengals, I want to protect my quarterback who just had a horrific knee injury to end his season last year and so let's just keep him alive that's right view it and Penai Sewell is a great offensive tackle well at least he's proved in college to at least just be uh tape wise to be the top tackle in this draft and so that's who I'm drafting find them number six the Miami Dolphins I actually have them drafting Jamar Chase wide receiver uh to LSU because I think he's a great weapon to have and I think Miami with, with another added weapon like that could make a Make their way into the playoffs. Let's put it that way. It'd actually be dangerous. It could be dangerous in the playoffs. Now, with the number seven overall pick, I got a trade happening. I know, right? I got the Detroit Lions trading back to 15 with the New England Patriots. 
Detroit would receive a 15th overall pick, the 15th overall pick this year and a second round pick next year. Now, uh, with that pick, I have the New England Patriots drafting Trey Lance because I think he's a better quarterback. I know Mac Jones is the other quarterback on the draft here, on the board here, who's a first round talent, supposedly. And I know you think, you know, he think he's the better quarterback. He's the choice for that, for the Patriots, maybe. Which it does seem on brand, Bill Belichick, to have a guy like Mac Jones. But I'm rolling with Trey Lance because I think he's the future of the NFL, the mobile, prototypical quarterback who can sling it around the field and actually escape the pocket, the pressure in the pocket. And so I'm going with him. That's who I think the Patriots are going to trade up for, and I think they're going to draft. Now, eighth overall, Carolina Panthers. Now, a lot of people had them drafting a quarterback prior to the Sam Darnold trade, but post-Sam Darnold trade, they're going to roll with him, I think, and they're going to be drafting wide receiver Devontae Smith. Now, you pair Devontae Smith with, like I just mentioned, Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Looking like a pretty good offense, I'm not going to lie. So maybe they could do something this year. Who knows? Who knows? Their defense came kind of coming along, too. So maybe, maybe, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Now, number nine, the Denver Broncos. Now, they have a horrible quarterback of their team, and I have them drafting Mac Jones. I don't like Mac Jones. I told you this. I don't really like him, but anyone's better than uh, Drew Locke. Let's be honest here. Anyone's better than Drew Locke. That guy stinks. So I'm drafting Mac Jones on the Denver Broncos, the number nine pick, and number 10, the Dallas Cowboys, I have them drafting cornerback out of Alabama, Patrick Sertain, the second. They need a corner, and they just lost a uh, Wouzier last year, so or this past year. Um, so they need a corner. They, their defense sucks, so really, really bad. So they could draft anyone in the secondary. It'd probably be a good pick, but that's my top ten. You want some? Want to throw some initial shade at me? You can, or you can just roll right on into your picks. And that Mac or the Trey Lance pick by the Patriots just really churns my stomach. Does it? <laughs> I don't like Ryan it Gears. at all. You don't like Mac Jones or Trey Lance? I'm I'm committed. They should be committed to Cam Newton. Is that is that so? That that is so. So I'll hop in here to mine though. All right. First overall Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence is just such a pristine prospect. There's no way it'll go any other way. I really think the first three are all pretty much locked in. The Jets, at two, I think they pick Zach Wilson. And that's who I would pick. That Wilson and Fields, I feel like, are just hand-in-hand. And I feel like Wilson's got a little bit better of an arm that fits their scheme a little bit more. So I have Wilson going to the Jets at two, and then I have Fields going to the 49ers at three, which I think really works out for Fields because of the system that Shanahan runs and how knowledgeable Shanahan is. I think Fields could use anyway a little bit more help, you know, learning the game, especially at the NFL level. Four is where things get a little interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, the Falcons, they gave up, they kind of put themselves in a hole, but I really think that 
because this is such a franchise-altering draft for the Jaguars. And let's also remember that the Jaguars hold the 25th pick as well in this first round of the draft. They do. I think the Jaguars really need to be, you know, hungry this draft. And I think they should make a trade with the Falcons, give up your 25th overall pick and send them another first round next year and take Kyle Pitts because Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Pitts together, rookies, I mean, that's just a tandem of success for a long time coming. So that's my big trade. I don't see that. Wait, 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 wait a second. You want to repeat that again? <laughs> repeat that. Jaguars give up their 25th pick this year and their first pick next year to trade up to four and draft Kyle Pitts. Uh, see, I don't think that's going to be enough. Kyle Pitts, for- Kyle Pitts is a sexy pick. He is. That's why I want the Jaguars to trade up. I wouldn't him. give him up. I wouldn't give up the Kyle Pitts for that. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's, it's probably likely they're not going to move, but if I was the Jaguars in control, I would certainly be trying my hardest. All right. At all right. five for the Bengals, it is pretty close between Penny Sewell and Jamar Chase. But I think there are some free agents available that I would feel happy with. So I would take Jamar Chase because I think you can find some offensive linemen. You can't find a Jamar Chase. I will say the offensive linemen are kind of getting all swallowed up in this free agency, though. They are slowly, yeah. I think Alejandro Villanueva is expected to go to the Ravens now that they traded away Brown. The Dolphins at six. I then think Seawall doesn't go any farther than that. The Dolphins huh? definitely could use offensive lineman help. And so I think he gets taken at six. Next up, the Lions at seven. I think with their new coach and their uh, bite the kneecaps off mentality, I think they got to take Rashawn Slater, the next best tackle in the draft. To Not, boost a, bad their run game. Not a bad choice. You don't this like them probably... trading back? You don't like them trading back? No, not huh? uh, certainly not for Trey Lance either. Oh, okay. Um, the Panthers at eight. So a lot of people don't think that a defensive player will get picked in the top 10. But I think with Luke Keekley leaving, I think there's a hole in that defense. And I think Micah Parsons out of Penn State can fill that hole for him. So I think Micah Parsons goes at eight. The, the Broncos... Uh, yeah, I, I really am a believer of riding out your quarterback until the contract's up, oh. but I don't see you... how they can, the team, I don't think they'll get a better pick in the coming years unless they completely commit to rebuilding. So I think if I was the Broncos, you got to cross your fingers, dot your heart, all that good stuff. And Take Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance can be maybe their quarterback of the future. All right, all right. And then the Cowboys at 10. I have him taking a corner too. I like J.C. Horn a little more. He's more of that man-on-man, Ramsey-esque kind of cornerback, and those are the kind of guys I like. So I have them taking J.C. Horn at 10. All right. I guess I can respect that a little bit. I disagree. I disagree with the Broncos pick, though. 
Well, I mean, you had him pick at a quarterback, I guess, but but you, still. Also, if, if Mac Jones and Trey Lance are on the board, you really want them to take Mac Jones? Is that what you're saying? Well, I guess I had it shaken out differently, so I guess your 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 draft your you draft it. process works out. I guess it checks out. I guess. But uh, all right, all right. Moving on, I guess I'm gonna read you off my ten through twenty or eleven through twenty. Now, the New York Jets, Giants, actually. So I have mine. Obviously, my top ten shook out a different, little differently than yours. So I have uh, Rashawn Slater still on the board at eleven, and I have the Giants drafting them because they could have another offensive lineman because uh, they kind of flopped last year. Um, they could have had a chance to draft Mackay Beckton, and they didn't. And also Tristan Wirfs, who Tampa Bay snagged up. And yet they drafted, I don't even remember his name, but he was one of the worst rookie tackles in the in, uh, PFF graded tackles last year in the rookie class. And it doesn't even matter what his name is. He sucked that bad. So regardless. Anyway, I have them drafting Rashawn Slater because they could use an offensive lineman. And he is the next best tackle in the draft other than Penny Sewell. So I think that's a great pick for them. And it could give... Danny Jones, Danny Dimes, some more pass protection. And uh, all right, so the 12th overall pick with the Philadelphia Eagles, I have them selecting wide receiver Jalen Waddell. I think he'd be a really good, well, he's a really good talent, uh, speedy receiver, and it'd just give a toy for uh, Jalen Hurts to, to work with, you know? And uh, so the 13th overall pick, I have the Chargers. Now, this one isn't a very popular pick. I, I, I'll I'll give you that, but I think they need an offensive lineman, and I have them drafting the third-rated tackle in the draft, which is Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech. I just, I just think you got to protect Justin Herbert. That's just the way I feel. And uh, they lost. They can't. You can't replace unless you trade up. Can't replace Hunter Henry. You know, it's not you lost him to the the uh, Patriots, obviously, but. I mean, I don't know. You got to protect your future quarterback, franchise quarterback. That's the way I see it. So that's the pick for me. The Vikings at 14. I have them drafting guard Ali Javeria Tucker. Because uh, Cousins was the sixth most sacked quarterback last season. So they need an offensive lineman. And I think they could use a tackle or a guard at this point. And I just, I don't know. I think he's the, he's the best rated guard out there. And I would rather have him than the third or fourth rated tackle in the draft. That's the way I see it. And so... That's why I picked that. Now, with the 15th overall pick, this is the one that I had the Patriots trading the Lions away on. And so I have the Lions with the 15th overall pick drafting linebacker Micah Parsons because he's still available on my board. And I think that he's a great uh, off-ball linebacker, and he's great at blitzing the quarterback as well. And that's a guy that, that that's just someone who the Lions need so badly especially after their stupid, idiotic uh, drafting of Jer- Jared Davis because he sucks, and I, I can't uh, – we're not even going to go into that. PTSD. But anyway, they need a guy – they need defensive playmakers, and he is a great – he's probably he's the top-rated defensive player, I think, in this draft, rated-wise. But the only reason he's kind of dipped in a lot of mock drafts is because of his uh, off-field issues, legal issues, uh, alleged abuse, uh, domestic abuse, and stuff like that. So – Alleged, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna dive in any deeper than that. But anyway, that's my pick for the Lions. Uh, 16th, I have the Cardinals drafting corner J.C. Horn. 
to replace uh, Patrick Peterson, who they lost this past offseason. He's a superb athlete. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many corners fit this profile. Seems like there's more and more every year, but ran a 4440, 4440R dash, um, 41 and a half inch vertical jump. I mean, that's some rock solid numbers for a 511 uh, corner. Really fast, really, really athletic. That's the guy you want to replace Patrick Peterson. Number 17, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders select, selecting offensive tackle Tavon Jenkins. Big, strong, physical tackle. He could be a great fit to replace Trent Brown, who they lost this past offseason. Number 18, the Miami Dolphins. I have them drafting edge rusher Jalen Phillips, who in many mock drafts is the top-rated edge rusher out there. And I think they could use an edge rusher. I mean, I don't know. They they got two uh, top 20 picks, so I think that was a good pick for them. I, I had them drafting Jamar Chase, number six overall, so... They got an offensive toy, and now I think they get a defensive toy at 18. Uh, number 19, the Washington football team. I have them drafting the linebacker Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I know a mouthful. Koromoa, sorry. The Notre Dame linebacker who comes out with the second highest slot coverage PFF grade in all of college football last year. So it's a great three down off ball linebacker. I don't know why you wouldn't want that in your team. And add that to the mix of Washington's already pretty scary defense. Their front uh, four is pretty scary. So I'd, I'd draft him. I think it'd be a great uh, playmaker to have there on defense. And number 20, I do have a trade here. So Chicago Bears are at 20, and I have them trading back to the second or possibly even the third round to get a wide receiver. And who I have a draft is either Nico Collins out of Michigan, probably if it was a third round draft pick, um, and or Rondell Moore. So I don't think the bears can really do anything at 20 in this year's draft. I just think they're in a weird position where their team stinks and you can't trade. That's not a very sexy pick to try and like dangle in front of someone to trade up for. And so I just don't think they can trade up to get something they want. I don't think they can draft anything they immediately need at 20. And so I just think the best choice for them is to trade back. That's my 11 through 20. I'll turn it over to you. I feel like we're, we're pretty similar in a lot of teams' needs. Maybe just a little bit of players uh, ended up going different places. The Giants, I think they need some O-line help still to, you know, help protect Danny. So I got him taking Christian Derisaw yeah. at 11. The Eagles, I think you have taken a wide receiver – I am going on the defense and looking at their corners and I still have Patrick certain on the board. So I got them snagging them up at a 12 and I think that'd be a great pick for them. For sure. The chargers at 13, same boat as the giants. They need to protect Justin Herbert. And I think a guard, Elijah Vera Tucker would be a good fit for them. The Vikings the Vikings kind of have some holes all throughout their roster. <laughs> so it's kind of, you know, who's the best player available to help them out. I got them taking defensive lineman Christian Barmore. He's one of the top interior linemen um, in this year's draft. Unfortunately, a shallow defensive draft. Yeah. But I got them snagging him at 14. Should help on the inside. They've lost a lot of linemen, uh, defensive linemen the last couple of years. This brings me on to the Patriots. 
And I think they'll end up snagging Devontae Smith. Really? So I, I think I think that's a pretty interesting play there. You know, maybe some bias. Maybe I have Devontae Smith falling purposefully to the to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sounds sus. But uh, I think he'd be a great fit. And they didn't really – they signed some big contracts, but I don't think they really got any big-time talent. So really? I think they could definitely still you use that. they help. got any big-time talent? Or are you just talking about wide receiver? Wide receiver. Okay, I was going to say, excuse you. And, uh, excuse you. Kendrick Bourne. Time talent. <laughs> Preposterous. All right, all right, all right, whatever. Move At on. The wide receiver, wide receiver position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Sounds about right. Uh, the Cardinals at 16. I noted, you know, the they lost Patrick Peterson. That's a big name to fill. And so I think they take the third best corner in this draft and Greg Newsom at 16. At 17 for the Raiders, I got him taking Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. I hope I said that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that will be a good need. He's a good linebacker, can do it all. 18 for the Dolphins. Now, I hear the Dolphins are in need of a bell cow running back. So I got them taking the first running back off the board and Najee Harris. He gets a little bit of a, you know, family reunion with Tua down in Miami. And I think that Najee should be able to handle a full year's workload of, you know, bell cow running back duties. He can do it all. So I think that would be a great fit for the Dolphins. Washington at 19. I think they go quarterback. And I Whoa. think for me, and I still have them available, is uh, I think they take Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. You're not Mac rocking Jones. with Brian Fitzmagic? 19, you know, Washington. You know, <laughs> I would, you know, I guess he's a good backup and, you know, he'll be able to come in for some games. But uh, that quarterback who played in the playoffs last year, Heineke, mm-hmm. I, think I just a don't too think that – uh, man, I just love the tenacity and his heart he played in that playoff game. But uh, I think I think I probably do give him a little too much love from that one game. And I think Washington certainly doesn't feel the way I feel. No. So Mac Jones I think is the way they go. All right. The Bears, I have them taking an edge rusher and Jalen Phillips. They have they have a lot of holes and sitting at 20. Jalen Phillips is a good defender. Hopefully, you know, a Khalil Mack and Jalen Phillips combo will be a, a good payout in the years to come. Right. All right. All right. So back over to me. Uh, I'll just round out 21 through 32 since there's not 30 teams, just 32. So uh, number 21, I have the Colts drafting edge rusher Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. I'm actually just kind of copying the formula of a, several mock drafts that I've seen. Uh, the Colts kind of have a, a luxury pick here. 
I mean, they kind of have they have a lot of uh, holes filled, honestly, throughout their team. They don't have a lot of holes, I guess, the way to word that. Um, any if anywhere, I think wide receiver would be the weakest point, but it's not like they don't have people who can catch fo- catch the football, and so I don't think they're they're desperate for a wide receiver or anything like that. I think adding uh, uh, Carson Wentz over uh, Philip Rivers is a big enough improvement. I think that they don't need to go draft a first round receiver necessarily. Uh, so yeah, I think that just adding, I mean, I, like I said, it's more of just a luxury pick. If Quiddy pay is an all pro type player or a pro bowler, I guess type player. Great, great pick. If he's not, I guess it's kind of a depth player at that point. Cause they have a lot, they have a strong line at this point, defense and offense. So I don't know. I don't have a lot, a lot of things to say about it other than just it's a good pick. <laughs> it's a, it's an okay pick, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I like their team. I don't think they have a lot of weaknesses, so I'd go with Quiddy Pay. Number 22, got the Titans actually drafting cornerback Greg Newsom. He's a physical corner, and I think he is a great corner to line up opposite of Janoris Jenkins, who they acquired this past offseason uh, after losing to Dory Jackson. So I think he's a, a guy to draft a corner. Um, number 23, the New York Jets. I actually have them drafting running back Najee Harris. I think him uh, paired up with Zach Wilson would make for a great pairing. And uh, I mean, their line isn't, I guess, super strong, but man, I just, I just don't like passing on Najee Harris. You know, I think he'd be a great, great pick to have on that team. Great player to have on that team. Now, number 24, actually, I do think these two players the pick I just mentioned in this pick could be flip-flopped. So, but keep that in mind. But the Pittsburgh Steelers at 24, I have them drafting running back out of Clemson, Travis Etienne. So I think he's a, I, I just don't see him going in the second round. I think he's too talented. And I think, like I said, you could flip-flop either pick. I think Najee Harris would be a great, just a, so Steelers, like cliche type of running back to be on their team. Najee Harris. So that's why I wouldn't be, I wouldn't find it ridiculous for the Steelers to draft him. But if he's gone, I'm, I want tra- Travis Etienne. I think he's a great, great, great ass catcher, a great elusive back. He's just a, he's just a playmaker out there. And that's what you need in the NFL. You need on your team, you need playmakers. And so that's what I'm going with. Then I got the Jags at 25 with their second first round pick. And I have them drafting the top safety available in uh, out of TCU, Trayvon Morig. I, I mean, they need they could use some guys in the secondary, let's be honest here. And he's the best available player of need, I think, of them available at 25. So I'd go with him. The Cleveland Browns at 26. I have them drafting D-tackle out of Alabama, Christian Barmore. It's available on my board, and so I have him being drafted by them. I think it'd be a great... Uh, guy to have in the to fill the middle of that line especially with miles garrett on the edge so i, I think it's a good pick for them and they're just they're looking scarier by the minute the browns this past offseason this past season in the playoffs and now they're just getting better so i'm a little scared of the browns not gonna lie um number 27 with baltimore i have them drafting edge rusher gregory rousseau uh, after losing Matt, Matthew Judon this past offseason, I think he'd be a great player to have. They just need more edge rushing talent. And he's arguably the top number one or two edge rusher in this draft. So 
I mean, I just think you can't go wrong with him. Uh, especially at 27. I mean, that's not like it's top 10 pick. Number 28, the New Orleans Saints. I have them drafting David Collins, linebacker. He's a really solid blitzer. And the Saints kind of had to tear their team apart. A lot of people think they could still make the playoffs, though. Well, NFL people think that they could still make the playoffs, but I think it's really heavily dependent on the play of Jalen, not Jalen, Jameis Winston. Uh, or if for some reason, uh, can't even remember his name. What's the other guy's name? I should know it. I know it. Taysom Hill. There we go. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. He's not gonna. Uh, he's not supposed to be the starter, but if he is, you know, I guess it'll depend on him, right? No, but I think they'll go as far as Jameis hey, Winston I, carrying. I read today. I read today he's training as just a quarterback now. Whoa, it's serious. All right, so allegedly he could be the quarterback, right? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> at 29, though, I got the Green Bay Packers selecting Rashad Bateman, wide receiver who was a stud at Minnesota. Uh, and I think that's a great pick for Aaron Rodgers. He desperately needs another receiver. You can't throw to Devontae Adams every single time. It's just not how it works. Eventually, you can't win the game that way. Um, he'll be double covered, and someone will pick it off. It's very. It was seeming very uh, Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford esque last year with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It's like they knew the ball was going there. He'd still catch it most of the time, but eventually you can't win the game just by throwing him every time. Like eventually it will catch up to you. And that's the way I saw it happen a lot. Um, again, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford ever was, but I'm not, you know, I'm just saying that's the way it seemed. And I think him, him getting another receiver could do nothing but help him. So. I expect a lot out of Aaron Rodgers again this year, and I think that'd be a great pick for them, especially that late in the first round. Now, number 30 overall, I got the Bills drafting another wider or a wide receiver, uh, Rondell Moore. Very, very speedy receiver. Uh, actually been compared to the likes of Tyreek Hill, speed-wise. So I think that'd be a great fit on the Bills. They already got with Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Uh I like the pick for them. They could use a wide receiver too. And number 31, the Ravens are picking again, and I have them drafting wide receiver Terrace, Mi- Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU. He's a big-bodied 6'3", six, 6'4", six receiver, and I think that that's the exact thing they should have got this offseason when they should have signed Kenny Galladay. And so this is the next best thing, I think, uh, especially because it's a lot cheaper, actually. But then again, he's not proven. But he's a big-bodied receiver. He's athletic. Great pass-catching receiver. I think it'd be a great fit for them. Uh, so I'd go with that. And then number 32, the last pick in the draft of the first round, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafting corner Caleb Farley, who's, uh, I mean, he's a top-five corner in this draft. I know that's there's not a ton of, corner, ton of corners in this draft, but they're just going for depth, depth at this point, and I, I don't think the Buccaneers could draft a bad play, a bad or, oh, wait, let's see this. They couldn't go wrong drafting out of any position group, it seems like, in this draft because they kind of got every position group covered. And so it's just, a, it's just a depth corner at this point. But he's a top-rated top corner, so he could evolve into something great. So I, I just think that that's a great pick for them. So turning it over to you, Doss. Man, these last picks are always hard to think <laughs> about because it's like – 
these these are all the teams that went to the playoffs. So like, you know, right. what what do they need to, you know, get better or what's going to bring the most value to their team? So starting off with the Colts here at 21, you mentioned that possibly a group they needed was wide receivers. And that's who I actually chose. And once you get past the top three wide receivers, it's kind of a, a few receivers grouped into a tier that are all kind of same level, like talent-wise, but, you know, just different talents. Right. I have the Colts taking Rashad Bateman at 21. I think he'll be a nice tandem to go with uh, Pittman, who they took last year, wide receiver. Thought you weren't very high on Pittman. The Titans at You've told me that countless times. You know, I've seen I've seen some tape now and I, I hear I hear a little bit of the hype. Oh, okay. You you kind of started, you know, opening my ears to him. So that's good. And you know, Philip Rivers, I'd like to see how he does with Carson Wentz. Fair point. The Titans at 22. I thought about them losing um, Jack Conklin two years ago to the Browns. And so I'm thinking they go O-line and they take Tevin Jenkins. Not a bad pick. The Jets at 23. They At one time, they had a lot of talent on that defensive line. They had uh, Leonard Williams. They had Sheldon Richardson. But all those guys are gone now. And, and so Muhammad I think Wilkerson. they're going to maybe start to <laughs> – what was that? I said Ann Wilkerson once upon a time, right? Ann Wilkerson, yeah. They had three good ones. And so I think maybe they take Quiddy Pay at 23 because just like you mentioned, he has the potential to be a good edge defender. Right. And so I think that will be a bold pick by them that could have a huge payout. The Steelers at 24 – you're thinking maybe Travis Etienne, maybe Najee, depending on how it shakes out. I think the Steelers like a little bit more meat on their running back. And so I have Najee Harris already taken, but I think they'll go Javante Williams out of North Carolina. You know, you make it sound like you're ordering a hamburger. Sorry about that. Yeah. Making it seem like you're ordering a hamburger. The Steelers want more meat on their bones or on their running backs. I like that. <laughs> hey, that that's that's what I'm thinking. Looks like I'm having a little bit of an unstable internet connection. It does look like that. Hang on a second. I'm gonna pause. But uh, sorry for that technical difficulty there. All right. Going back to what you were talking about with the Steelers. Javante Williams, more meat. I think, you know, power running, I think, is really the Pittsburgh Steeler way. So I think Javante Williams really fit that role nicely. At 25, I had the Jaguars trading away this pick to move up to four with the Falcons. So I got the Falcons sitting here at 25. And what came to my mind was uh, Desmond Trufant leaving last offseason. And so I'm thinking cornerback. 
And someone who's maybe not on high on some people's drafts, he's up there, top five maybe, but Asante Samuel Jr., I like him as a cornerback. And so if I was the Falcons sitting there at 25, I would be looking to draft Asante Samuel Jr. Mm. (laughs) Now, next for the Browns, a little bit of a tough one. What do they need? They got a lot of talent. I'm going with Zaven Collins, linebacker. You know, I think it's more of just a, you know, he would he would be able to contribute first year, and so I feel like you know adding another linebacker certainly never hurts. Right. These next three teams are all kind of toss-ups, but I think they all have the same need. the The Ravens, Saints, and Packers, I think, should all draft wide receivers. Now, the Ravens are first, so they get first dibs. And I have them taking Rondale Moore because I, I see him as a pretty well-rounded receiver who can, you know, he's got the speed. He's got just about all the intangibles. And I think Lamar needs that. <laughs> right. The Saints, then, I think of Mike Thomas. And, you know, what can you pair with Mike Thomas to really make it a dynamic duo and I'm thinking Kadarius Tony out of Florida he's a he's a speedy receiver he plays a lot of slot which I think is a big factor in this right you know Michael Thomas on the outside Kadarius in the slot and that's what I would roll with because I think you know Jameis Winston coming in here I think that'd be a nice little wide receiver tandem in his first year right and then the Packers, and they haven't been giving Rodgers the help he needs. And I think this year they're finally going to draft someone in the first round that's a wide receiver, and I think it should be Terrace Marshall. And we were talking about him before. He's like Randy Moss's cousin. Right. And so – Actually, it's not. I, I misquoted you. I was wrong, okay? Or not, I was uh, not Randy Moss's cousin or nephew or whatever. I just looked it up because I thought Shame he on was. You, Nate. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's big like Moss, okay? He's like 6'4". I got confused, all right? I I'm, I can't ever let that go now. I can't believe I said it. But uh, a big a big body wide receiver. They got a good run game and everything. I think he'll be able to help blocking in the run game too on the outside. And so I think to pair up with Devontae Adams – I think that'd be a good fit. He is only 200 pounds, though. Let's not act like he's a big, huge receiver to physically block a lot of linebackers or corners out there. Yeah, but he's got the leverage. Okay, all right. I guess there's not a lot of 6'3 corners out there. It's true. The Bills now, the Bills are kind of tough because, you know, what in the world could they need? Right. I got them going guard here, taking Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Really? I think he's a first-round pick? I think a lot of analysts have him going in the second round, so it would be a little bit of a reach. But I think, you know, they got the tackles. I think uh, I think they could use some help on the interior and interior. And so I think taking a little bit of a risk with Wyatt Davis, who's, 
shown it shown good potential and you know good fundamentals and everything i think with some good training and uh good coaching which they have in buffalo i think they'll be able to make a good offensive lineman out of them okay can't argue with it the so the chiefs had the 31st overall pick not anymore traded away they got orlando brown from the ravens I think the Ravens go tackle now to replace them, and they take Liam Eichenberger, Liam Eichenberger, tackle. And, uh, you know, he'll be playing right tackle, so not as hard as left tackle. And, again, he's a late flyer. This is about where he's expected to go early second. So a little bit, maybe a little bit of a reach, but – you know, the Ravens really like a strong old line for their dynamic run game with Lamar and whoever they got in the backfield. So I think that'll be a good pick for them. The Buccaneers at 32. Who they you brought got back them? all 22 starters. So, like, they realistically should trade back out of this. But there is a player on my board still that, can make a pretty big impact in year one. And that's taking running back Travis Etienne at 32 and really giving Brady that running back that can do it all. And so that's, that's, what I, that's what I would absolutely pick. Okay. Buccaneers don't, don't deserve him. <laughs> a guy like Travis, you don't have to switch out between – uh, Ronald Jones and whoever they're going to have as the power back. Leonard Fournette, I think they signed him back. Did they? I'm not 100% sure. I don't think they have yet. See, I, I don't think they have either, which makes even more sense to take Travis. All right. Bang. I don't agree with all those picks, but we'll just let it, we'll let it slide, <laughs> I guess. Actually, you know what I really don't agree with? I just don't agree with You're lucky with that. I'm not the owner of one of these teams, Nate. Yeah, I guess I am, right? There'd be some fights if I was another owner. You'd be that team that I wouldn't trade with in the division. You'd be like, I can't trade to that team. They're a rival. No matter what. I could be like you would, you would know like exactly who I'm trading up with, and you'd be like, No, just just a slight. Yeah. Exactly. It'd have to be like that. But I trade like, you know, I don't, I don't, I even know how to do it. But you know, I, it, I just find a way to screw with your franchise. I'd be like, oh yeah, they really need a wide receiver. They're a really good team. I'm, I'm sucking every year. I can never win a game. But I'm not gonna trade my best receiver to them, even though he's not, even though he's gonna go to free agency somewhere else. Never, I could never let you have him. It'd be that kind of thing. There'd be beef. I'd rather let my best wide receiver walk than go to your team. That's how I'd feel. Yeah, that that would <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> All right. That was our draft edition, our 2021, well, personalized NFL draft. Uh tune in next week where we're just gonna have to sum up this draft that occurs this upcoming week here. I oh, guess we exciting. could do like a breakdown, right? We could we could do a little little breakdown, just round out who won, I guess, who like the best. Teams had the best overall draft because I'm sure not all teams have an exciting draft to talk about. But 
there will certainly be some winners and some losers to talk about. So tune in next week, you know?